Welcome back, Dad Bod Walking. Go for a walk, talk Dad Bod stuff. We're talking food and my favourite food in the world, meat. Meat, 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 meat. And one of the wonderful things about this way of eating and the secret, magic, revered Dad Bod formula is that we have a huge, not a huge amount, but a moderate amount of protein, but a huge selection of meats to be able to choose from. And blokes love meat because blokes love meat. Blokes love this particular way of eating. However, what we need to know, and where Lino, my little expert next to me, my pocket rocket, is going to walk us through the details, is apparently all meats were not created equal. And if we choose our meats unwisely, or we just have one particular type of meat, we're not going to get the benefits. So today's about meat, so sit yourself down with a big fat pork spare rib, and uh, listen up because this will walk you through how to choose meats, what to choose, what to make sure you get a good balanced selection of meats to ditch your dad board and feel awesome. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to expand this. I'm going to expand it to meat and fish because a lot of guys enjoy fish and some guys don't eat fish and probably should. So in the, uh, in the spirit of balance, we're going to talk meat and fish. So there's three things I really want to cover. The first one is the quality of what you choose. The second one is the type of animal. So which animal are you, make, are you taking your meat from? And uh, thirdly, what sort of cuts of meat work really well when you're on the dad bod journey? Um, so the first one is in terms of quality. And it sounds really um, trite, but basically quality is everything because the protein is your most important macronutrient. So two things with the quality. One is you actually want the best quality meat if you're going to boost your metabolism and build muscles, which is what you want to do um, on your dad bod journey. So it goes without saying that you want good quality and I will explain what good quality means. But on the flip side, when you don't get good quality, what many people don't realise is what comes with the meat is a bunch of shit. So when animals are fed on grain or silage or any of the, um, the uh, what I would call cereal-based feeds, and I'm talking here about feedlot animals, so cattle, pigs, sheep, where they're kept in feedlots and they're basically fed crap. Um, they're fed cereal grains, swill, all that sort of stuff. Usually that food that they're given, first of all they're not meant to be fed cereal grains. We're talking about animals that are grass eaters. So they have a mouth and stomach configuration which allows them to process large quantity of grass. That's what they're meant to eat. So first of all, the food they're getting is not a natural food for them. So they're not going to be their most healthy in the same way that if we don't eat the food we were designed to eat, we won't be at our most healthy. So feeding the, um, the animals with those cereal grains is a bit like us eating processed and packaged food. It's shit food for them. The other reason that shit food isn't good for them is it's usually coming from very, very low quality cereals. So first of all, the, the cereal itself is not a good quality. Secondly, it's probably been sprayed to death um, with pesticides because what we know is that a lot of the places these cereal crops are grown are subject to a lot of pets, pests. 
So the cereals have been genetically modified to be hardy and disease resistant and then they're sprayed to within an inch of their life um, to keep them you know in looking reasonable let's say and to avoid all the pest infestations so by the time that gets to your cows and your sheep and your pigs it's full of chemicals so you've got a bunch of toxic chemicals these cereals are also grown on land which has been depleted of all their minerals so normally you'd expect cows and sheep to be grazing on grass that's really mineral rich, soils that are mineral rich, and that would end up in the, in the meat of the animal. But when they're fed on cereals that are genetically modified, sprayed and grown in depleted soils, there ain't any minerals get through to the animals. That means your meat has no minerals so you're really missing nutrients meat is packed full of micronutrients not only is it protein it's full of micronutrients that are essential for all of your bodily processes now if you're eating meat that is coming from feedlot animals so conventionally produced meat it won't have any of those essential micronutrients so you're going to be getting shit meat because the animals were fed shit and the other um, problem with it is any fat that that meat contains is exactly where the toxins and the chemicals will have concentrated themselves so in shit meat all of the fat is a disaster it contains very high quantities of omega-6 so that's the polyunsaturated fatty acid the PUFA that we're trying to eliminate we've taken the oils out of your diet if you eat the fat of animals that have been fed cereal grains you'll get a whopping great dose of it again so eating the fat from conventionally produced um, cattle, sheep, pigs and all of those sort of animals means you're going to get a great big dose of unhealthy, highly inflammatory fat that's full of toxins and chemicals. So it's not healthy. You do not want to be eating that. And if you're on your journey, your health journey, and your health isn't improving and you're eating conventional produce, that could be why. It's also good to know that those animals, especially those feedlot animals, they are pumped full, absolutely full of growth hormones because they're not happy animals. They're not fed good crops. Um, they're not fed on grass and so they have to pump them full of growth hormones so they can actually get big enough and juicy enough to be sold. Well, that growth hormone again is gonna come right through in the meat and fat of the animal and you're gonna have it. It's not natural. You should be producing your own growth hormone. It's also gonna be full of antibiotics. So, and various other hormones. And antibiotics, again, they damage the gut. They do come through in the meat and the fat. You're gonna get a dose of antibiotics when you don't need them. So if I haven't outlined enough reasons, I could go on. Don't eat animal meat from conventional um, livestock. In the same way, don't eat fish that is farmed because fish that's been farmed has been fed pellets in exactly the same way. Those pellets contain colours, antibiotics, hormones, chemicals, 
um, they contain unnatural um, foods for fish and all that's happening is that's what you're getting in your fish so a nice piece of salmon that looks very pretty and pink if it's been farmed the pink color is simply coming from color um, from a colorant that's been added it's not natural so you want to go for quality meat quality fish so what that means is grass fed organic would be ideal but organic isn't the biggest thing when we when we get to animals if they've been raised on grass they will contain all of the omega-3 fats they'll contain conjugate conjugated linoleic acid CLA their fat will be healthy it'll be the same sort of fat that our ancestors ate and their meat will be free especially if you choose hormone free and antibiotic free animals so choose the grass fed that goes for meat and it goes for um, any products that come from the animals like milk and cheese um, yogurt anything else that you choose to eat that's a that's derived from animals you want to be having uh, the best quality so cows choose grass-fed sheep choose grass-fed um, choose lamb where you can but it's not always going to be in season when it's pork so pigs when you pick your pigs again whether it's sows or whether it's the piglets you again want to be choosing this time pasture raised so with pigs, um, they don't just eat grass, they want to be pastured, they may get some supplemental food and that's okay, but the important thing for pigs is that their skin is exposed to daylight and that daylight produces vitamin D. That vitamin D goes right into the pig fat and so when you eat your bacon or you eat your pork chops or your pork ribs and you eat the fat, you're going to get a great dose of vitamin D. Really important if you live in a part of the world where in winter you can't get natural sunlight or daylight. So make sure your pigs are from pastures. Chickens, chucks, again, very difficult. You ideally want organic, you want free range, but the ideal would be chickens that are left to basically roam around and peck at insects and that would be their their feed you won't find many of those they're very expensive to produce so at best you want the free range organic if you can and the same with their eggs and then if you look for all sorts of other um, animals some amazing animals would be things like venison bison um, any kind of game so any game animal which has been left to roam free so things like um, kangaroos um, you can also go for crocodile emu anything like that that is basically not um, farmed would be ideal because again it's going to be grass-fed it's natural it's not going to have been given hormones it won't have had doses of antibiotics it's been exposed to the daylight so those animals have a much closer nutritional profile to what our ancestors ate and that's what our bodies are designed to to eat basically the last 45,000 years that's what we've evolved to eat so stick with anything that mimics what the ancestors had so if you've got access to all of those sort of meats then fantastic go for those wild animals before you even go for the the conventional type of animals and then you've got the fish again you want to go for 
deep water fish is ideal oily fish like salmon mackerel and you want to avoid those farmed fish so wild wild caught you know so a good example is salmon salmon is in season once a year so seasonal wild salmon from canada and alaska it'd be bright red in color and that's natural so going for those clean natural oily fish is ideal because what you're getting is again you're getting lots of omega-3 and none of the nasties none of the chemicals so the quality makes a huge difference the type of animal makes a difference some are more fatty um, some have got special ingredients like the the old pigs who've got the vitamin d um, cows have got a lot of cla in their in their fat so we've got some amazing different components out there and the ideal then is to have a good range because if you eat a little bit of everything you will get your full complement of micronutrients you'll get all your vitamins and minerals coming through from the different animals so i guess then that just brings us to the cuts of meat yeah perfect before we get into nose to tail you know hey guys as you're listening in and listening to lynn there we respect and understand that for some of you the availability and the cost of the best quality of meat can be an issue so it's about if you are following the dad bod journey and that dad bod journey means your way of eating involves 20 30 40 percent of your proteins or of your, or your calories coming from proteins then it's about making the right choice what's frustrating is when guys go out there and unknowingly choose meats thinking they are good quality meats without realizing that they haven't been produced properly and they are just filling their body with chemicals and shit so it's about understanding when you go to purchase meat whatever your budget whatever your availability is what's in the meat and be able to make smarter choices then then as you said the last bit is about doing nose to tail yeah it is and um when you look at an animal and you think about all the different cuts of meat a lot of us will just go for steak because i love steak Blokes love steak, steak and ribs, chuck them on the barbie, chuck a marinade on them, whatever you normally do, that's what your staple diet often is. And if we think about a steak, a steak is muscle meat. So it's meat from the muscles of the animal. Delicious, tender, amazing flavour, but it's lacking in a few things. So what it doesn't have is it doesn't have the same micronutrients as meat that comes from the bone. So if you're choosing some osso bucco that's got a bone in it, you'll get potassium from the meat next to the bone. You'll also get bone marrow, which is an amazing thing to eat. So that's stuff that's in the centre of the bone. That's the fatty bone marrow, amazing profile of nutrients. Again, if you're going to, if you want to get all of the different things that an animal can offer, looking at joints, because joints have got connective tissue. So making up some bone broth or making yourself a lamb shank in the slow cooker, all of the connective tissue around the bones, around the joints is going to dissolve into your broth or your lamb Um, your lamb broth when you've made a lamb shank and that connective tissue when it's basically collagen which when you cook it up ends up as gelatin when you eat it it's amazing for your gut most people have a damaged gut because of all the antibiotics we've had because of all the shit food the processed food so we need to repair the gut that 
gelatin is amazing for the gut. The collagen and the gelatin is amazing for your skin, hair and nails, for your joints. So again, as we repair the body and strengthen the body for the rest of your journey, we really want to be getting in as many different parts of the animal. So that's where the term nose to tail eating comes from. And it literally means try to choose cuts that come from all parts of the animal. So some of them might be steaks. They tend to be expensive. But if you go for those other cuts like the pork belly, like the osso like the lamb neck, um, like the oxtail, the beef cheeks, the tongue, what you're getting is this whole range of um, different components that you won't get just in a steak. So choose lots of cuts. They're all cooked in different ways. So you might have stuff on the barbecue, stuff that you cook in the air fryer, and then other meats that you slow cook, which is super easy and very, very nutritious. So choosing different parts of the animal is a, is a huge benefit and it keeps the cost down. The humble mince, choosing mince. Mince has got all sorts of shit in it, but as long as it's a good quality, good quality mince, you're basically going to have um, all of the bits of the animal that nobody wants to eat. So again, you're going to get a lot more from that than you will from just a steak. And mince is cheap, oxtail's cheap, necks are cheap. So choose all of those other parts. The animal, the cheaper cuts, you know, the, uh, the soup bones, choose the all the things that nobody wants because they're super cheap and they'll keep your costs down but your quality high. Beautiful. Well, you can eat your own leg. Legs are cheap. Chop your leg off and eat it. Um, one final question, Lino, about if you go out, if you go whining and dining, as some do, whether it's a pub or a restaurant, um, just a quick indication of what meats should we select when we're out whining and dining? Yep, so if you're out at a restaurant and if it says on the menu that something's grass-fed, great, good choice, and I would go for that, whatever it is. And some restaurants do. A lot of restaurants don't, and you'll find that because of the cost, grass-fed is usually a bit more expensive. Um, because of the cost, most restaurants are choosing conventional produce. And so you'd be better there to go for a leaner cut. Because, as I said, a lot of the crap, the inflammatory fats, the toxins the antibiotics, the growth hormone, because it concentrates itself in the fats. If you don't know where your produce has come from, where your animals have come from, then always eat the lean meat only. So, you know, I wouldn't be getting a scotch steak in a restaurant because it's a fatty type of steak. I would get a fillet because it doesn't have a lot of fat in it. So choose your cut at a restaurant really carefully depending on whether you know the quality that you're being served. Steaks are usually safe and you can simply cut the fats off. It's the one occasion that I say cut the fat off. If you don't know where it's come from or if you know for sure it's conventional and you've got no choice then cut fat off, eat the lean meat and choose the leaner protein. So you know, in that case, like I said, you'd go for more of your steaks um, and those leaner cuts. And just one last question before we wrap it up. Um, if you know where the meat's from, you're preparing it at home, a lot of guys still cook their beautiful 
organic grass-fed meat and they either throw out the broth or the juice or the fats and get rid of it. So quick reasons as to why you keep everything and eat everything if the meat is good quality. Yeah, so again, if the meat's good quality, it's just it contains so many micronutrients. So you know, before you even think of trying to supplement, before you look at taking a vitamin or anything else, you want to basically eat and keep everything. So all your cooking juices, cooking juices from an air fryer, make a brilliant gravy or a delicious sauce base. And I'm no cook. Um, anything that you've cooked in your slow cooker. The cooking liquid, again, it'll contain all of those micronutrients, the potassium, collagen, the gelatin. It'll contain amino acids that you don't get from eating the muscle meat. So retain everything. If it's broths, concentrate it up, heat it and serve it with your meals. What it'll do is it'll help your digestion. It'll help repair your gut and it'll give you some of those essential amino acids. If it's the juices from your, your slow cooker or your oven, you know, if you've made a roast in the oven, then again, keep them, make a gravy, make a sauce. Just be careful what you add to it, keep it clean. But they do make amazing, tasty little nutrition powerhouses, especially if you're missing sauces and condiments and gravies with your food. So those great healthy fats don't go to waste. In fact, you can throw out the KY gel. There's nothing more erotic than rubbing on a bit of the old yak fat rather than, <laughs> rather than KY gel in those naughty moments. Anywho, enough said for today. A great insight into how to get the best out of your meat, how to choose it, how to select it, how to make sure that you get the best bang for your buck. Join us next time, gents, on Dad, Bod or Walking.